Conservative talk show host. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Steve Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 720 AM. on the talk of Las Vegas. Thursday edition of the show. Glad to be hanging out with you on this, well, what will be a very busy night. I already got calls on hold, and I do appreciate that. We're going to get to you here in the next segment, so stay put. 702-257-5396. The calls on hold are taking advantage of the early bird special that we do, and uh, you will get prefer. Uh, pref- uh, preferred treatment here in uh, just a moment, but I wanted to to chat about another I told you so, and and I think this is a good I told you so because it will calm down the absolute fear that continues to plague many Americans across the country on COVID nineteen. And this story is coming out of North Carolina. North Carolina has reported an error that caused 200,000 COVID test overcounts. 200,000. Now, we're not talking 200, which is still too many. We're not talking 2,000, 20,000. We're talking 200,000 overcounted COVID tests that have now officially been corrected. What happened is the lab that was handling it, LabCorp Diagnostics, uh, unfortunately, combined two states into the COVID positive case numbers, and they were mistakenly uh, electronically reported. And of course, that's uh, been corrected. But I think we have to ask ourselves, I mean, this is a legitimate question, I would think, right? Because we've seen this happen a little bit here uh, in some other states. We saw it in, in Florida and we saw it in some other places. We have to ask ourselves, um, how often is this happening? You know, how many tests have been overcounted? Now, I've confirmed this with medical professionals that I do know that have told me that if one test is positive and then you come back two or three weeks later because the doctor or, excuse me, your employer needs to make sure you have a negative test and you test again and let's say you're positive again, you're tested or, excuse me, counted again. And again, and again, and again, until you get a negative test. So don't tell me numbers aren't getting skewed. And I think it's important to bring this up as we get closer to the election, because the uh, Kamala Harris administration, or at least the uh, presumed administration. Yeah, I forgot all, all about Joe Biden, because uh, the flavor of the month is uh, is uh, Kamala Harris. But honestly, and seriously, the Biden-Harris ticket is going to make more of a bigger deal than COVID is. Now, again, I'm not taking it lightly. COVID's real. People I know, in fact, a friend of mine in uh, Phoenix, his young son, 18 years old, in great health, on his way to college, going into the dormitories, tested positive uh, for COVID-19. Now, he's a phenomenal basketball player. He's in the, the, the pillar of health, but he does have asthma. 
So, you know, as a family, they're concerned. They want prayer. They want to make sure because they know it's real. They know people do get sick. And some people, and the percentages are extremely small, die. And, and so no one wants COVID-19. No one wants to even hear about COVID-19 anymore. And, and we certainly want to be protecting ourselves and do the things that are right and necessary. I think we can all agree with that. But we've become lunatics, in my opinion, when, you know, we honestly forget a mask and we go into the grocery store and people flip out and they drop their tomatoes and they're screaming at you saying, get the hell out of here. You have no mask. Well, when you do that to someone like me, I'll get triggered and I'll tell you to go, uh, you know, smell your ass. You're not going to do that to me. And, and I think most people are getting sick and tired because we don't live in Nazi Germany. Last time I checked, we're in the United States of America. And people are starting to get sick and tired of being told what to do and pushed around and bossed around when others aren't being pushed around and bossed around and, and, uh, you know, put out on the spotlight for their nonsensical stupidity that they do. Which leads me to refusing the vaccine. And I read this story yesterday and I, I didn't really want to talk about it yesterday. I had too much on the plate yesterday. But I thought it would be important to talk about now because of what the Biden-Harris ticket's wanting to do. And based upon North Carolina having screwed up numbers, which, you know, we have to look at that and say, well, that's a hell of a lot of numbers that are screwed up. And it is. But I was reading a story uh, regarding vaccines and and some experts and public health officials uh, talking about, you know, making vaccine public health law. And, and calling for, uh, people that, uh, work or go to school to be barred if you reject a vaccine. And, uh, you know, his name's Hank Greenlee and, and he's a lunatic. And if you think he is the only one that wants to see a, a, a mandated vaccine, to people going to work or school. And I say this because let's just be honest. Let's talk about the Las Vegas casinos for a moment. Let's talk about hotel casinos and people freaking out and getting afraid. And I understand all of that. But to mandate and bar you from work or school if you don't have it. Remember a couple, three weeks ago, I talked to you about this. And I told you um that this would come about and you know hank Greeley, he he's no dummy he's a stanford law school professor so he's a law school professor he's talking about uh public health law he is an expert in public health law and he's talking about this could become a real reality and the reason i bring that to your attention regardless if you agree don't agree is that a biden harris ticket would probably call for something like that that's why i wanted to bring up the COVID talk for just a moment because a Biden-Harris ticket, I believe, would absolutely call for something like that. And why do I say that? Because the Biden-Harris ticket just today called for a nationwide mandatory mask order for the next three months at least minimally, or even further than that. But three months minimally. Mm, interesting, right, that the election's almost in three months. But this is who Biden and Harris are. So they want this mandated mandatory mask order around the country, meaning that if you don't have a mask when you're walking outdoors, you're going to be in a hell of a lot of trouble. We already have the Nazi mask police flipping out at Sprouts and flipping out at Whole Foods and flipping out at Costco and Target and other places. So imagine a national mandate. So I bring this to your attention because if, in fact, Biden-Harris 
is calling for a nationwide mandatory mask order, don't you dare tell me that they won't call for a national order on vaccines, period. I told you it would come. And these, and this is just one of the consequences of a potential Biden-Harris administration. I told you it would come. A lot of people said, now that's not, that's silly. That's just, is it, is it silly to you now? I mean, if people are freaking out on you now, people are freaking out on you now when you innocently forget your mask or because you have a health issue, hell, you ain't going to wear one, which is your fundamental right, according to the Bill of Rights. Last time I checked in the Constitution, it's your right. I understand there's protections. And I understand that if you're sick, you should. And I understand if you're protecting someone at home, you should. I'm not against that. You know, you've heard me from this microphone tell you I'm not against that. What I'm against is forcing people to do something against their civil liberties. That is what I'm against. We should be able to make our own decisions for our own lives because last time I checked, we're in a free America. So if, in fact... People now are saying, yeah, I would kind of like to see a vaccine for employees and schools or they don't get to go to school or they're barred from work. I'd kind of like to see that. Then it may not be too far because, again, Biden Harris have called for a nationwide mandatory mask order. Now, some people will say, well, that's just a mask order. Yes, for now. Did you ever think one would be called on? Did you ever think a uh, national politician running for the presidency would call for such a stupid asinine breach of your civil rights of course that is the biden harris ticket that's who they are they want control oh tonight friends we're going to talk a lot about gun confiscation i told you this the other night when Joe Biden announced officially that Kamala Harris was his pick. I said from now until November 3rd, I am going to have a field day exposing who she really is, what she's about, things that she has said, decisions she made as a senator, decisions she made as an attorney general, and I'm going to let you go through the minutia because some in this audience, oh yes, some, in this audience are like the Bill Crystals of the world. They don't like Trump. They're Republicans. They just don't like Trump. And they're going to vote for someone other than Trump because they have Trump derangement syndrome. So they're saying, you know what? I'll go ahead and I'll pull the lever for Joe Biden and for uh, Kamala Harris. And I have to basically inform you to show you the danger, the danger in that decision. And I'm opening up the phone lines. 702 257 5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. 702-257-5396. It's going to be a busy night. Calls on hold. We're going to get to you in this next segment. But I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this as we start taking calls when we come back from break. Is this what you really want if you don't like Trump? If Trump just makes you physically ill, you don't like his comb over, you don't like that he has a beautiful wife, you don't like that he's a billionaire, you don't like his policies, you don't like the way he talks, you don't like anything about Trump, is the hatred for Donald Trump so intense in your life that you're willing, willing to put Hitler in office because that's what you're going to have. Oh, no, Steve, that's not what we're going to have. Oh, yes. That's what you're going to have, because if they're not afraid to go publicly and say, 
Yeah, we would like a nationwide mandatory mask order. Just imagine what else they're going to say and what else they're going to do. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you Thursday edition of the show. 702-257-5396. The SteveSanchezShow.com website is also where you can go find me 24-7. And make sure when you go there, you start following me on my socials, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, Facebook. It's going to be a busy night tonight, friends. Buckle up. We've got a lot to talk about and a lot of calls on hold. Let's take this break. Pay attention to those advertisers and those sponsors. They do keep us on the air. And when we come back, it's straight to the calls we go. Don't go away. Groundbreaking talk for a nation on the brink. You're experiencing Steve Sanchez. Welcome back to the program. Steve Sanchez on a very busy night. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. Let's go ahead and start to uh, grab some of these busy calls. Uh, first up tonight is Lynn. Lynn, welcome to the program. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. Good, um, good. First, I wanted to say happy anniversary. Well, thank you. I think I've been listening to you the whole time that you've been. Your pleasure to listen to. Well, I appreciate that. You're making me blush. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> hey, so I got a question about these um, duplicate and extorted numbers on the COVID testing. Mm-hmm. Every person, when they go to a doctor or a lab, you have a patient ID number. Yeah. Why is nobody cross-checking these things? I'll be honest with you. I think it's done purposely or it's just very sloppy because a company like LabCorp to make this kind of mistake lend 200,000 miscounted yeah. in North Carolina is quite substantial. Absolutely. I think all of these numbers and I, the COVID is real and it's dangerous. I've lost family members mm. since this happened. But for them to extort the numbers the way that they are is criminal. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And, you know, Lynn, I'll tell you, I mean, COVID alone and just utilizing the real numbers and the real cases is enough, I think, for Americans to understand we have a problem. I mean, so we yeah. don't need to distort things. But, you know, I think all the distortion is just a political agenda to make Trump look bad. Because if you heard uh, Kamala Harris today stating that Trump doesn't care about those that voted for him and Trump has mismanaged this uh uh, this pandemic and this economy is the worst that it's been at Trump's hand. Well, Trump didn't cause COVID-19. He didn't cause no. the economy to shut down. I mean, they, no. they forced his hand and he did what they asked. He did what the scientists asked him to do. Exactly. Exactly. You know, they're, the left is so far left, I think that they've all completely lost their minds. No, oh, they have. And it's going to be and- fun and interesting to um, to see this play out even more and more and more as we get closer to the election, as we get closer to the debates, if, in fact, Lynn, that Joe Biden and uh, Trump debate, because I know Trump's ready. De- uh, Joe Biden, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to make it. Uh, and, and that should say something. That should send a, a, a loud message to those out there that if Biden can't debate Trump on the national platform, how is he going to handle uh, global leaders that uh, don't have our best interests at heart? Lynn, I appreciate the call and the kind words. Let's go ahead and jump over to Steve. You're next. Welcome to the program. 
Hi, Steve. A couple of points I'd like to make. Steve, about the COVID, something I've never seen, and I even called one of the local TV stations. Maybe they put it on because someone said they heard it after. Out of all the stats, like you say, the numbers are skewed. Here's something nobody considers. There's 300 and about 40 million people in this country, 330 million. The actual deaths is about 167,000. If you do simple math and you divide it by that, you know what it comes out to, Steve? The odds of dying, forget about man, woman, young, old, healthy, is 1 in 2,000. So that means out of 300 and approximately 30, 40 million people, 167,000 have died. Why does nobody ever say that? Why do they say, oh, you've you got a risk of dying of 3 to 8%, 3 to 8%. That's only of the infected people, and we don't even know if we can trust those numbers. Right, Steve? Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And I've asked myself that a thousand times, Steve. Why doesn't the mainstream media report accurately uh, what needs to be reported instead of scaring the hell out of the public? And to me, it's just, well, mainstream media wants ratings. Mainstream media uh, loves this type of crap that keeps them, you know, uh, at the forefront of people's attention. And that's why they had the death count ticker and all that when this first started. They're not doing that now, but they did. It was scaring people. I mean, look, it's just, you know, there is a pleasure that the mainstream media gets from uh, problems and trouble. This is why they go out of their way to highlight the problems, the challenges that we face as a country, but they overlook good stories, stories of positive and uh, stories of hope and, and goodwill that are happening all around the country. The mainstream media does just not want to bring that to your attention. Why? Because it's not sexy. It doesn't sell. That's why. Steve, great call, and I do appreciate it. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. Got a busy night tonight, so everybody on hold, stay stay put. Be patient. We're going to get to you. Got a lot to talk about. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about white pride. Yeah. There's a billboard in Arkansas that is coming under attack uh, regarding white pride. And a radio station called WhitePrideRadio.com. And it's Alt-Right TV, apparently. Uh, we got a lot to talk about on this, and there's a lot of screaming happening. And I want to get your thoughts and opinions on this White Pride billboard. And then, of course, we're going to talk about something that the mainstream media just seems to be overlooking. And that's the execution of a five-year-old little boy. And uh, why no one's talking about that, I don't know. But you know what? We're going to talk about it. We'll be right back. Thursday edition of the show. Glad to be hanging out with you. 702-257-5396. If you're just joining us, we were talking about the national call for a nationwide mandate on masks from the Biden-Harris ticket. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because we've got some other fake news on COVID. And the reason I say that is 200,000 tests or they were overcounted in North Carolina. It's been corrected, but I'm concerned that we may have that throughout the country. And can we really trust the numbers that are being, well, shown to us? I mean, I don't think we can. And this latest in North Carolina just basically proves my point. Uh, 
But there's been a lot of talk, and there is a gentleman out of Stanford University, he's a law professor there, talking about you know a forced vaccine, barring you from work, barring you from school if you don't take it. There's a huge uh, momentum gaining in that whole thing. And in part, it's because the mainstream media lies. There's distortion. I believe the government's lied. I believe there's been some misreporting, some disinformation. And it scares people into believing something that might not just be completely true in terms of the reporting of numbers, which leads me again to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris calling for a nationwide mandate on masks, meaning that, you know, if you're outside, you have to wear a mask, period. So if they're going to go there, can they possibly go for and call for a national vaccine mandate? Yeah, the, it's it's a big possibility. It really is. And that's what we're discussing. Calls on hold. I know you want to weigh in on that. So let's get right back to business and do so. David, you're next. Welcome to the program. Yeah, good evening, sir. Um, In the afternoons, I've been listening to uh, TV, and uh, the the anarchist communist terrorist comes on, and she's saying, well, when we take office, we're going to buy back the AK-47s and the AR-15s. And somebody asked, well, what happens if you don't want to give them up? She said, I, I will make an executive decision to take them away from them. And she said, was that, are you going to use force if need be? A vice president cannot make an executive decision. Only the president can do that. Well, but that so is going to be the president. That, would, that thing, would be the president. The president's not going to take the oath. Tama Harris, the retard that she is, is heaven forbid, is going to become our president. Yeah. I agree. That that's my concern as well. Is I believe you know she's getting ahead of herself and uh, you know saying these things uh, because she's getting excited because no one in their right mind would have elected her and and given her the nomination. That's why she didn't get the nomination. I mean, she got like something like seven percent of the vote in California. She's not exciting. Most of the Democrats don't like her. Young people are not thrilled with her. She's called young people stupid in 2014 when she was an attorney general. People just don't like her, David. They right. don't like her they're afraid of her and they should be afraid of her because i'm glad you brought this up david and i do appreciate the call gun confiscation is something that's very 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 real that biden has already said he'll put bucktooth beto in charge of and uh because you know he wants to take your guns remember you know bethel you know he he wants to take your guns and kamala is is right along with the control of well dismantling really the second amendment don't let them fool you don't let them fool you that they just want to take away this they want to and you know take that that they're they're not really after gun no trust me gun confiscation is absolutely what they're after don't let them fool you all right let's get right back to business here and jump over to will free you're next welcome to the program hey steve thank you for your program i just want to read off a list of things fyi if i might sure Okay, uh, first of all, I, talked, I, I watched the president's news conference this evening, and he said that they want $3.5 billion for the postal workers for the uh, mail-in voting. Mm-hmm. I count that out of 300 million voters. That comes out to $11.6 million people each. The other thing is that during that press conference, a reporter raised an issue that Kamala was a DACA baby, something about her parents didn't apply for citizenship or something. That's up in the air. The other thing is that uh, in Breitbart News, there's a PDF form that the White House released listing all of their accomplishments. It's a very, very informative form. 
And the other thing is that I don't think Kamala or Biden are going to last this. I think it's going to break down and they're going to bring in Bloomberg somewhere and it's going to be uh, probably uh, Sanders and, and Warren because the whole thing has now become a, strateg- a strategic failure, in my opinion. And setting that aside, where in the hell, where in the hell are the free enterprise chamber of commerce is saying that you can't use free enterprise as a de facto enforcement body of law? I mean, this is just some strange stuff going on. Because I've talked so much, I'll jump off but so don't get in. Well, but no, Will, so I appreciate that. Though I think those are great comments uh, and 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 uh, that you made and statements. And you know, the thing with you know Kamala and and birth certificates and all this stuff, I, I do believe she's a citizen. I I, I have no doubt in my mind that she's an American citizen. I believe she was born in California. You know, I, I think we can go down a road of conspiracy, and I don't want to go down that road. I, at least on this show, don't need to go down that road of conspiracy because, you know, putting that... Now, if something changes, of course. I think, you know, we all have to be open to, to things that could come about. But as it stands, I have no reason to believe uh, that she is not a bona fide United States citizen. Now, with that said... Um, I think that just alone, her uh, logic or lack thereof, her horrible track record as attorney general in California, her left to, well, left more left than Sanders in the United States Senate is enough reason to concern ourselves. And everybody's talking about Kamala Harris because Joe Biden is, well, just a puppet. He's a figurehead. He's Biden. He's got the name. He was eight years as VP. So, you know, this new world order, deep state, deep cabal knows exactly what they need to do, why they need to do it and why they are doing it. In terms of someone else, I don't think there's going to be someone else that steps in at this level. I think they're just trying to get Biden through so that if he does, by some sheer stroke of luck or cheating or fraud, thus the mail-in votes, um, if he won... He's not going to finish out his term. I mean, he's just not. He's not going to finish out his term. And uh, Kamala Harris would be the president. So I think this is why all the the ruckus is, you know, Kamala more than likely would be the president if Joe Biden won. I don't think he'll be there six months. He'll bow out. She'll be the president. And hold on for the right of your life because uh, before you know it, under her administration, we'll be just like Venezuela breaking into our nearest zoo, eating the butt of a zebra because we're starving to death because there's no more food on the shelves. All right, let's get right back to business and let's go over to L. You're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, my friend Steve, how you doing today? I'm very good, thank you. I talked to you last night and I felt great all day today. Let me. Oh yeah, L. The uh, L. The former police officer. How you doing there, buddy? Pretty good. good I just got to let you know. A lot of my brothers with the 1013 Club out of New York City. Mm-hmm. Several thousand are listening to you live. Oh, well, I'm I'm grateful. I called New York, and I found out I had to put KDWN, and they're going to listen to you and repeat it online. I don't know how that's done. But I'm just telling you, because of what you did for people yesterday, I'm going to help you be the best of the best. I really I'm, mean. I, I, I'm grateful and I'm humbled, man, because uh, and I've got family that are cops up in Modesto, California, and and I know what it is and how hard it is. So I appreciate it, man. We're a Blue Lives Matter show, and I make no apologies for that. Well, no, let me let me say what 
the rumor came out yesterday about the NFL cops and the honor guard and all of that. That kind of bothered me, and I was going to call back got near the end of the day. I'm not even going to talk about that. Mm. we got to get to what the distraction is in this country right now. Yeah. I'm 76 years old. I've done a lot. I left New York 26 years ago to come to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Now we've got a moron at the top commanding yeah. the ship. I'm not, I'm not even going to get angry about that. I lived, I earned everything. I didn't want anything from the government. I could go into affirmative action being a white cop. Three people got to get them I'm not even going to go there. People better wake up. When I see 25% of the people in Vegas unemployed, we got to keep our distance. You, if you got to go to the doctor, you got to do this, do this, do this. It's a distraction. Yeah. Most people are good people. They're followers. They're reactive. They don't have to fight. I'm the guy who protected from 1962 all of us. I'm not here to change anybody's minds. I'm not even angry. I have passion, honor, and respect. Yeah. If it wasn't for you and K-Don from 6.30 in the morning when I start listening, I'd be nuts right now. Steve, you have such an important job. Arkansas, I can't wait to go to Arkansas and go in a hot tub. I love Arkansas, just what you <laughs> said. And now maybe 200,000 numbers are fudged. You know, numbers could be lying. It's a distraction. You know, most people don't believe anything, and when they hear something, they believe it. It's You know, in the war, even the Korean War, speakers, Radio Free Europe, the Iron Curtain, don't worry about it, we're going to come and get you. 1956, Czechoslovakia, yeah. Hungary, and now, what's his name, George Soros? Yep, he comes yep. from behind the Iron Curtain, and he wants to change this country? I'm going to tell everybody, 1968, Columbia University, when Martin Luther King got assassinated, 4468. I was in NYP Academy. We found out how we were infiltrated then. And Khrushchev took his foot off, his shoe off, that is what, I apologize, and he said, America, we will beat you without firing a shot. He flooded our universities. Take a look at Angela Davis killing cops, my cops, yeah. going to Berkeley. Look at the one Chesimar. 1984, we lose the trooper. She's in Cuba. Look at the Puerto Rican uh, terrorists, FLNN. Clinton pardons them. Well, you, you know, know, what you're saying is this, and what you're saying, and I'm up on break, L, but what you're saying is people are starting to wake up now to the reality that you saw so long ago in terms of infiltration and things that were happening that we're being paid attention to, but not as much as we're seeing come to fruition now. And I agree with you. And uh, I just want to tell you, Al, I appreciate you, and I appreciate your kind words, and I appreciate the heroes at the NYPD listening, your true heroes. We all know what you guys did on 9-11, and you would do it again in a heartbeat. And you always have a friend in Steve Sanchez right here at KDWN. L, great call. You made my night, and I certainly appreciate you, and I appreciate all our men and women in blue. That's for sure. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. Let's go ahead and take a break. And then when we come back, it's more calls right on hold. We're going to get to you. Then we're going to talk a little bit about that white pride billboard. We're going to talk about the execution of that five-year-old. You don't want to miss it.
never taking advice from a fool. Not when you hang out here every single night. And as we've, as we've been talking about Kamala Harris, do you really know her? I mean, let me give you a, a quick little summary. She does want to take away your guns. She wants to allow unrestricted abortion, even partial birth abortions. She wants to end private health insurance and even says America should abolish Trump's tax cuts. Now, my friend Chris Salcedo on Newsmax TV every night is giving you the real truth about Kamala Harris. Chris reveals her secret billionaire backers, and she has them. That's why Wall Street's in love with her right now. And her ties to some of the most radical groups in the nation. I told you she's left to Bernie Sanders. You can't miss this on Newsmax TV. So if you tune in every night to my friend Chris Salcedo, even Sean Spicer and Greg Kelly, you're going to get the real truth. Millions of Americans are watching Newsmax TV for the real news and great shows, like I said, Salcedo, Spicer, Greg Kelly, Huckabee, and more. You can find Newsmax on Direct, Dish, Sling, Fubo, Cox, CenturyLink, and many more. Just check your cable guide. And don't forget to download Newsmax free app on your smartphone and start watching anytime, anywhere, because Newsmax TV is real news for real people. I like it. I know you'll like it. And make sure you put on your calendar on Friday, August 21st. I will be a special guest once again on Sean Spicer and company on Newsmax TV. All right. Let's go ahead and get right back to our busy calls and jump over to Albert. You're next, Albert. Welcome to the program. I love Kamala. Okay, Albert. I appreciate that. He loves Kamala. Okay. Um Let's go ahead and move on to Bruce. Bruce, you're up next. Welcome to the program. Good evening. So Biden, he says we need a federal mass mandate, and he says the governor should do it, which is totally contradictory. And Kamala says, oh, that's leadership. And then Joe, goes, Joe he goes back to his basement, and they take no questions. Biden, he takes credits for Trump's Israeli and UAE, UAE treaty. I don't know if you saw that one. I have. Then he referred to Harris as his governing partner well if he's the presumptive presidential candidate and make her the presumptive presidential replacement i mean then we get this vaccine business you know they're going to make it mandatory oh and you're going to need proof you've been vaccinated well a paper card could be lost or counterfeited well wait i know i got your solution you need a chip they're going to do it sooner or later Oh, yeah. This is why a lot of companies out there have been already toying with the idea. I can't remember the name of the company, Bruce in Wisconsin, that made it a voluntary situation for the chip under their wrist. But some did it. Some were just all excited. Yeah, we're going to we're having a chip party. I don't know if you remember that. It was about a year ago. We're having a chip party. People just have no sense, Bruce. Bruce, always a pleasure. I do appreciate it. I've got to move on and take one more call before we bounce off to break. Let's go over to Kevin. You're next. Welcome to the program. Good evening, Steve. How you doing? It's good to hear your voice again. Well, thank hey, you, uh, sir. I just have something that uh, I, I just call it common sense. This is what I think about the the whole mask thing. Is that if people want to wear a mask, I'm fine with it. If people don't want to wear a mask, I'm fine with it. If they keep saying the mask helps, right? Why would you, if you have a mask on, why would you be worried about if someone else has a mask on? If it protects you, I mean, that's common sense. Well, exactly. And I love what you're saying. If you want to wear one, great. God bless you. But if you don't want to wear one, you should have that right not to. Now, I could see if we had this pandemic, which was Night of the Living Dead or Walking Dead or whatever, and people are dropping like flies. I think common sense prevails. But that's not what's going on right now. 
No, see, what's going on is they're using this as a tool, okay? The reason I think they keep wanting people to wear a mask, I brought this up before, this is another common sense. If you have this so-called virus that is airborne, that when you breathe out, it goes out. If you're breathing into a mask and it goes into your mask, you're just breathing it right back in and compounding it and compounding it and compounding it. Yeah, exactly. And what people need to remember, the average uh, age of the people dying from this virus is 78 years old. And one yeah. more thing. Yeah. If you think about it, what happened to the flu? My grandma died in 2002 right here in Las Vegas from mm. the flu on July 29th. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up to our attention. I'm, I'm up on break, uh, Kevin, but I appreciate the call. And I'm glad you brought that up. My wife and I were just talking about it the other night. Um, she had a little bit of a low-grade fever. And, uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, is it COVID? Is it not? You know, we're husband and wife. I mean, everybody talks about these things and the privacy of their own home. And we started laughing. Not that we're making fun of COVID. That's not what we're doing. But we just started laughing and saying, I guess every other sickness... Uh, has gone to the wayside. No one talks about the flu, summer colds, viruses, sinus infections that are still running rampant out there. But I guess that's just what happens when you got the lamestream media reporting. Top of the hour news is next. And believe me, you're going to definitely want to hang out for hour number two. Don't go away.